welcome into the NFL Week 6 Reaction Show here on the Paul Farrington Show. Paul Farrington joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler off in Zoomland in Virginia, the beautiful University of Virginia, as we always say. And uh, Zach Bloomquist, maybe a little round of applause for Zach. Back. He's finally the back. The man's back. The man's back, baby. He, he may not good be 100%. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, he may not be 100%, but uh, he's fighting through it. And uh, Zach, it's, it's glad, good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Always this a pleasure. show does not run as it should without Zach Blomquist in the chair. No, at 100, you 100% can feel something lacking. And uh, speaking of something lacking, Andrew is not with us right now. Yeah, Zach could show us right here. Uh, Andrew will be joining us a little bit later. He's on his way back. From a, uh, no, I think you're still, I think you're still partying. I, I, you, you just, partying. You got to, I got to say, isn't this a nice, like, peaceful, pleasant show right now? There's no yelling. Right. There's no oh, screaming. Oh, this is great. But I mean, I think he's still out partying from that, uh, that victory in Lambeau Field. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll have Andrew's reaction to the Jets game. The uh, some Giants talk. Michael Rotundo or had a creative vision. Last. Yeah, let's but for now, we'll enjoy this. While it lasts. You may notice a new addition to our our desk here. This uh, fine Ricky Waters signed Notre Dame helmet from the 1988 National Championship team, one of the best running backs ever for Notre Dame. And that's all we'll talk about for Notre Dame this weekend. We don't need to say another word about the Fighting Irish. Uh, but Fighting Irish fans did get some fun news this weekend. Please and please enlighten me. Well, Paul, I'll tell you, it's, it, I just, just got to tell you, it's my fault Notre Dame lost this weekend. You said not to say anymore. But early that morning, it's okay. Saturday morning. I'm waking up. I'm having a good day. And I say, God, because, you know, you know I, I have conversations with God on this. I say, God, look, <laughs> this is not Notre Dame's year. I know it's not Notre Dame's year. It's just not going to happen. So don't worry about Notre Dame. I am fine with them losing on one condition and one condition only. The Alabama Crimson Tide head into Knoxville, Tennessee and lose. Wow. So you made a deal with God before before the games. And sure enough. The Crimson Tide come in looking all confident. Bryce Young is shooting looks. He knows he's going to win. Absolutely no chance. Tennessee plus eight and a half walk of the century. Got me some free points in the competition. They won. The goalposts are probably in the Atlantic Ocean by Isn't now. Isn't crazy? The goalposts. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I saw goalposts taken down. I mean, that was a lock and a half. That was that a lock environment and a half looked incredible. That, the the that, rushing that, the field that did look like something else. That, I think Tennessee was the happiest place in America that night. But I will say, I, I don't even want to know how much property damage was caused. Do you think Philadelphia after oh, the God. Super Bowl was bad? These fans, this is their biggest win in decades. This is probably their biggest win since Peyton Manning was there. Honestly, oh, it, could, yeah. it could be the it could be the biggest win in program history. Yeah, I, 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 no, I don't they've know won national championships. No, I don't know Tennessee history too well, but yeah, this is the biggest win in at least from what I've seen. Years. At least from, from our twenty-three years being alive, it's oh, yeah, no, it's, 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 never, yeah, it's, never it's, relevant. It's, it's, no, I mean, that's no, this awesome. is a national that, championship contending team at this point. You know the one problem is that they go to Georgia. Yeah, like if you don't get the chance to play in the SEC chip, but they'll probably have the head-to-head still over Alabama, right? If Georgia beats Bama in an SEC chip, Tennessee can get in. Yeah, yeah, that's but chance. you know it's. I don't want to look too far ahead, but if you can beat Alabama, honestly, you can beat anybody. Yeah, Wait, I mean, Hendon Hooker's is, great. Is Tennessee in the East or what? Are they're they in the East or with Georgia? They're playing at Georgia. <laughs> oh, so like I don't know if they win at Georgia. So, so, so Bama's path is still straight. Oh, Bama can still get in. Yeah. Georgia could just as easily. But the point is, you don't have to look. If you're a Tennessee fan, you know it's nice to look forward, but it doesn't matter. This is their biggest win, and since Peyton Manning was there, huge step forward for the program. All my love to the Tennessee Vols. Just, just a quick question, then we'll get into to Bills and Chiefs because that was, that was another great game between the two of them. If Tennessee were to lose to Georgia and then Alabama 
beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Both of them have one loss, but Tennessee is the head to head. Like, what happens there? Do three of them get in? <laughs> wow. I don't know. The, the, the way college football is looking this year, maybe neither of them get in. Neither? We, well, no. I mean, if Bama wins the SEC. No, no. So, so you said Bama wins. Bama winning the championship is it. It's possible no other SEC team. You'd have Ohio wins. State. What? You got Clemson? Clemson? Yeah. I think Clemson's going to lose to Clemson Notre will Dame. kill you. <laughs> and I'm the, type, I'm the type of guy who loves home dogs. Clemson will kill you in that game. All right. Yeah, well, we, and, then uh, you, and then you look maybe Michigan, maybe what about Bama, maybe UCLA. Loss, one loss Pac-12 champ USC. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a shot. It's going to be interesting. It's, it stinks that Notre Dame's out well, because it's a fun UCLA season. UCLA is the Pac-12 champ. Yeah, they'll lose to USC, though. It's gonna, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a fun ending. It's uh, but yeah, Notre Dame is not gonna be a part of it. Let's uh, let's let's hit Bills Chiefs hey, because some crazy things have happened. Once again, <laughs> crazy things do happen. Yeah. Once again, we have a thriller. Oh, it's also Kansas Penn City. State Whiteout weekend, by the way. Penn State Whiteout weekend. <laughs> we have a uh, thriller or had a thriller once again in Kansas City. The uh, the Bills win 24-20. You see the Tony Romo predicting the score that again. Was unbelievable. Uh, the, he, yeah, he seems to always that, do that things was, like that was this. Unbelievable. I mean, they never show any misses, but for some reason, it just seems like he's always on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, another great game, and we were talking last week about the importance of this game for Buffalo. And right before we started the show, I was saying to Ziggy, I really think that this was the biggest regular season win for Buffalo in a long, long time. He, Ziggy mentioned last season, but the difference to me between this year's win and last year's win is that Kansas City still felt like the powerhouse in the AFC last year. I didn't think it was Buffalo's Super Bowl to lose right now or Buffalo's AFC championship to lose. This whole season, it's been about Josh Allen and the Bills. It's finally their time. But Diggs, Gabe, Gabe Davis is stepping up. Uh, and this win here, to me, all but cements that it's gonna, the playoffs are going to go through Buffalo in the AFC. I was stunned, too, that Buffalo only scored 24 points and was able yeah. to win this game. Like, Buffalo had a banged-up secondary, depleted secondary. I thought Mahomes would throw all over this team. You know who turned to, out to, to be the difference at the end? It was Von KC, Miller. Yeah, it was Von. Yeah, it was. To yeah, hold I mean, you're, you're, 20 you're, no, I'm just saying to hold Kansas City to 20 points and again you only score 24 on the it's incredible. Yeah, I mean I was watching the end of that game and you see with about what a minute about a minute left, Josh Allen throws a touchdown pass and it's funny, you know, there are not very many times in football you think this, but despite him getting like a 25 yard touchdown, I'm sitting there and thinking, oh boy, this is they, over, walk, yeah, they just lost yeah, the game. Yeah, right? I'm just gonna march right down the field, take care of business. We, we've seen that on before. first down. Yeah, we, we've seen it before, and you know. Mahomes, he's going to time it perfectly. But instead, we see Von Miller take a double team, immediately get pressure. Mahomes makes an uncharacteristic mistake, interception, game over. Like, this gives Buffalo... The fact that Buffalo can win in these games and win defensively in no small part because they got an elite edge rusher, it makes you wonder if this year's actually going to be different for them. Yeah. Yeah, and this, this that's the reason they go out and get Von Miller. He did the same thing with the Rams. He goes and makes big plays when it matters. He's the closer, essentially, on that defense. Uh, and, and yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think right now, what they're sitting at four and one, five and one, right? The, the reins are theirs in the AFC this Absolutely, because who else do you have? You have Baltimore is three and three, and at this point, do you we, can't even count do, them. Do we? Right? Do we? The, do the Chargers. We, do we dare say the other team in the AFC is who's playing well? Oh my God! Like yeah. we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to save I, I think that. We're gonna one. have to soon. After the Chiefs, is, did the Jets have the third best record in the AFC? Yeah, four and two. No, no, the Jets are tied for second. Yeah, three and th- three and three. No, they're no, four and two. two. No, the, the Jets are four and two. The only other four and two you team can't, is the Chiefs. I mean, we have to we have to acknowledge still that Tua will be back next week. So the Dolph- the Dolphins, you know, they did beat the Bills. So 
there's a chance there once he gets back, uh, they're floundering a bit without him. I think that is a game that the Steelers can win. Next weekend? Yes. But I, think I agree. I think it's going to that Miami has to win if they have Tua back. I don't know what I don't know what I think about the Steelers. I just think they're a, a, a poor. A bad we'll, team. we'll talk about the Steelers. Yeah, I think we'll they're a decent team. Um, I'm also somebody who like going back to the Chiefs Bills game. As somebody who had the Chiefs money like, at a principle, you know, Mahomes being a dog at like a dog and Arrowhead. Yeah. Buffalo scored at the end. I'm like, all right, sweet. Minute yeah, like, three, yeah, one minute, four seconds I left. I win. Mahomes <laughs> has the ball. Yeah. Uh, and How about the hurdle? The hurdle was unbelievable. Hurdle, like Josh, was Josh Allen is yeah. just... I, I questioned at times whether or not he had that closer mentality to him. I mean, last year's AFC Championship game really did go a long way in proving that that wrong. But, um, he, yeah, he steps up in the big moments just as much as anyone in the There's, league. Uh, is there any question at this point that Josh Allen's the best player in football? In football? Or best quarterback? I think best player. It's I, tough. No, to- I, I, he'd probably be the first pick. Him or, it's him yeah. or Mahomes. I don't know who I would take over Josh. I, I think the two. I think the two of them are on on also, another level. Paul, like you said last week too on the last podcast, like in the playoffs in January, cold weather to bring down a dude who's six four, two fifty, not fun to do. No, no. When, I, when, it, when it's ten that, degrees, that wind, that wind really could put Buffalo in the Super Bowl. When it's ten degrees in Buffalo in January, you still got to beat a couple really good teams in the playoffs. But that wind very well could send the Bills <laughs> to the Super Bowl. That's how important I think it was. Yeah, and people don't forget how crazy his stats were last last playoffs. We're talking in two games, 77% completion, 640 yards, nine passing touchdowns, 150 rushing yards. Like, there, there's nobody who can put up more offense than Josh Allen. And unlike, you know, you were seeing those rookie games, right, where he was consistently throwing picks, he was consistently overshooting players. He's thrown one interception. In this two, in what, two, five, six postseason games? Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's on top of the world. Uh, after after he lateraled the ball backwards in the uh, what was that the Texans game a couple years ago? Yeah. After that, he's been sensational to me. And the Bill, the Bills D was a story for me in this game though. It's impressive it, it, to it hold Buffalo's the Chiefs to, to yeah, twenty. They, they impressed me big time in this game. Was the yeah. Buffalo defense? No question. This is the most complete team in football. Not even close. But you know what? One thing to keep an eye on though. You know, everyone last year was all in on the Bills and Chiefs, and you see the Cincinnati Bengals sneak in. I'm not talking about the Bengals specifically, Some other but team. there are a lot of young, really talented quarterbacks in the AFC where if just someone gets hot at the right time, you never know. So I, I know we're all pretty high on Buffalo at the moment. And the Dolphins beat Buffalo. But, yeah, I don't want to just say they're going to the Super Bowl. I think that the path is very clear and, you know, very presentable to them. But there's definitely a lot of other teams in the AFC that could get hot at the right, the right time. Mm. Anytime you're playing best of ones, nothing is yep, guaranteed. But if you have any team other than the Bills as your favorite at this point, you're delusional. Let's talk, uh, you know, p- perhaps perhaps the second best team in the NFL right now. Steelers? No, another team in Pennsylvania. And I hate to say it, but the, the Philadelphia Eagles are the lone 6-0 and team. I think most of us would all put Buffalo ahead of them as the best team in football. But, man, Philadelphia looks really good. They're able to escape a late Cowboy comeback, a late Cooper Rush-led comeback. If, look, There's if he, no way if, you're still if, on look, that. Look, if he came back to win that game, you don't know <laughs> what I was going to put in this group chat. That yeah, that no, way. no, but, but, but given the way that that game unfolded, I'm pretty sure that everyone now, including Jack Weinberger, agree that Dak Prescott is going to be playing quarterback, or should be playing quarterback, which we, we know he will. I don't know, Paul. To me, that, that Dallas comeback was more of, 
It was obvious. I was watching the game. It was more Philly looking like they just took their foot off the gas, getting comfortable out 20 to nothing. They they've done that a lot this year, too. You, which, they ten, which they tend to do. Yeah. Uh, but this was a, I think the score was worse than what the, what the final or the game was worse than what the final score. Oh, the showed. game is the game was pretty bad. It was, an, it was a blowout. And then what they had a, a thirteen play like seventy five yard drive for for a touchdown. Co- Cooper Rush looked bad. He looked horrible against the one you know decent team he's played all year in my opinion. Uh, so unfortunately, as somebody who loves <laughs> Cooper Rush, it is probably time for Dak to come back and uh, and take the reins back in Dallas. I was saying to Ziggy right before we started, this this Philadelphia team, and a lot of this season right now, as a Vikings fan for me, I'm getting some similar feelings to the 2017 season where Philly was the one seed, Minnesota was the two. I don't think the Vikings are as good as they were that year. But just from watching Philadelphia, young quarterback who's finally taking that next step up, uh, maybe maybe it's more so that unexpectedly than when Carson Wentz did. They can run the ball well. They can run the ball well. Doug Peterson and now, uh, what's his name, Cecilia? What's his name? I'm trying to, the Eagles coach? Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, Sirianni. yes. I was thinking Andrew Cecilia. I was going to say Soriano. Um, But Sirianni and (laughs) Doug Peterson, both of them, (laughs) hot play callers with the young quarterback. The team seems to be behind them. A great defense and a really, really tough environment in Philly to play. A.J. Brown reminds me a bit of Alshon Jeffrey and that you got a big-time receiver coming in. A.J. Brown's a little better than Alshon, in my opinion. But this Philly team, they're really complete. And when, when Hurts is on, which he's been all season right now, it's, it's hard to stop them because they can run on you, and, and now they can throw. So I'm not, I'm not sure who in the NFC really can present much of a challenge to these guys. I mean, it's, tough, it's tough to say anybody right now. You look at a lot of people say San Francisco. They just went and got mauled by Atlanta. The yeah. Bucks look horrible. The Giants? Yeah, the, it's the, the, the Giants. Giants the, it can't be the Giants. It, it but just why not? Can't. The, but Vikings, why not? the Vikings got murdered by Philly. It's, it's so right now the NFC. The difference between the NFC and the AFC right now and the Giants just people is crazy. It, it's, it's a it huge is, difference. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, here's one thing to make sure to do though: give credit to Howie Roseman. Uh, he's taken a lot of flack, justifiable flack over the years for how he's managed things. But I'm not sure I've ever seen a team in the NFL. Get a, take advantage of a rookie deal quite like this and surround a rookie quarterback with so much talent on both sides of the ball. We're talking elite offensive line, elite receiver with one of the best second receivers in the NFL, very strong defense, strong run game. Like he's done a really good job. And do you remember, do you remember how Hurts. bad their secondary was a couple of years ago? Yeah, and now it looks between Darius Slay and others like one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Chauncey Gardner yeah. stepping up. Yeah, like they just got—they're also they so got so many guys. I've—I've I've always said, and I do still agree to a certain extent, that to make a deep run to win the bowl in the end, you need a strong defense. Like defense wins games. But the NFL, to me, the last few years has transitioned to needing a very good offense as well. We said it's—it's it's it, a little it, bit like it, college too. Yeah, it's transforming, and Philly has that. Like yeah. Jalen Hurts can throw, and he can move, which you need. The the running game, great. You got two, three good good backs. The weapons galore. Tough team to stop, and they play defense. They can stop you. I don't see anybody in the NFC challenging them right now at all. The the difference between Philadelphia this I year and last the year. No, I don't know. The difference between Philadelphia this year and from you know one two seasons ago. It really is shocking because they a lot of people thought they were on track to be in a complete rebuilding mode. No one believed in Jalen Hurts, as you said, Ziggy. Howie Roseman was getting a lot of flack. I think back to Justin Jefferson and when, when he was drafted, um, or I'm sorry, not drafted by the Eagles. Like the, the the turnaround that they've had is really has been great. I'm sure sure that it's been a little bit of things just happening to work out. 
but the, you can't ignore the results either that uh, that we've seen in Philadelphia. And for Dallas, I think that you walk away from from this game fine. Your Dak Prescott's coming back. You just went to Philly, and they even though, fight at the yeah, end. you're getting blown out, you're able to come back. I, I think this Dallas team is right in there in the NFC too. After week one, if you could tell Cowboys fans with their schedule facing the Bengals, the Rams, the Eagles, that they were going to be four and two, they'd be thrilled. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and again, this is one of the best defenses in, defenses in the NFL uh, with Dak back. The, the, the NFC East, shockingly, is, is just has a lot of really good teams at the moment. And, and the Cowboys get three free games. Lions, Bears, Packers. Hey, thanks for not including the Vikings in that. Hey, you know, like guys, why don't we get to it real quick? Because um, sorry, go ahead. I just make one one final point about the whole uh, Cooper Rush Dak Prescott thing. Okay, is this was this was the one game where Dallas's defense was going to have a tough time. Philly was going to score points. These other games, you could rely on Dallas's D to step up, make plays, hold their opponents to you know to minimal damage. This was a game that Cooper Rush and the offense had to score with Philly, and he couldn't do that. Especially in the first half. Yeah, yes. Where, whereas Dak Prescott can. Yep. yep. And, that, and that's, 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 that's why that's, he comes in. That's, that's, that's the difference in, yeah, between a starting quarterback and, and, and a bench quarterback. Versus those really good teams, you got to score with them, and Cooper Rush can't do that. Dak but, Prescott. But like you said, Cooper Rush did exactly what he had to do. He did. And, and in fact, he, he probably he, did more. He did more than he had to do. He didn't screw up. He didn't hurt them offensively. Defense won them those games, but now you had to win an offensive shootout. Or not a shootout, but you, you, had, to, you had to score some points. And he, he couldn't do that. But yeah, but now you get Dak back, you're 4-2, and, and and they should be fine. They, they, they look yeah, like a really they're good, a good team. team. Um, without Andrew here yet, why don't we just jump ahead for a second and touch on Giants and Ravens now. Uh, the, the Giants, Michael Michael is here, our, our head of creative vision. Uh, I appreciate you coming to support like you do every, every week. I was shocked. I really was shocked that the, the Giants won this game. It, another situation down 10 late in the game. Uh, they're able to have another storming comeback. Like, I, I guess I guess this is the point where you have to say, yes, the Giants the Giants are a good football team. I went oh, back yeah. and watched they're, the whole game. They're, they're a good football. And Daniel team. Jones looked good. The defense looked looked strong. Defense they were able to Thibodeau with that huge play at the end, the, the, the strip sack of Lamar, Lamar Jackson. So yeah, the Giants right now are they the second best team in the NFC? I mean, look at look at those games. Before I answer your question, I I, I would probably say yes at the moment. <laughs> Maybe them or Dallas. Uh, I'd probably say Dallas when they get Dak Prescott back, is second best team in the NFL. Oh, there's another five and one team, but, but. yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there is, there is, there is. But I mean, you guys could be two and three. Like Minnesota could be two. Oh, and we, three. Could be, we could be one and five. You can't. It could be one <laughs> and five. Uh, I just lost my track of thought. So Baltimore, you look at what they've done. Look at their track record, right? They were the games they lost. They had Buffalo beat. They had the Bills beat. They were up by 14 points. They should have beat the Bills. the Bills beat. They had the Dolphins. They beat. were murdering Miami. Just total collapse. They could be undefeated. This is the I think the the first Baltimore loss where I'm gonna say uh, I don't know if they should have won the game. I mean, twenty to ten in the fourth, Giants march right down and score. They hung them the entire way and then won in the end. No, they, no, like, the, the, Giants, the Giants came back in, in a reasonable way. Yeah, I didn't think this was like, like the like Jets come back in Cleveland no, or anything. Like it was a game the entire way. The Giants are right there, punch for punch, blow for blow, and they came back and won in the end. Like good teams do. Yeah, yeah, and DJ but, and DJ looked good. Played good defense, forced a big pick at the end. They're running the ball. Saquon scored a game-winning touchdown. Like, so, so you think the Giants, do you think, you think right now they're the second-best team I in the NFC? I said last week that the Giants had to beat Baltimore this week and the Jets had to beat Green Bay, and I would believe in these two teams. And the Giants beat Baltimore. And you stick to your work. And I, um, yeah, I think the Giants are a good team. Ziggy, how would you answer that? Are the, are the Giants, well, I know you want, had something on the Ravens as well, so why don't, why don't you hit that first? So here's, 
I'm not saying the Ravens need to go out and fire John Harbaugh. That would be really hasty. No, that's not the claim. But here's the thing you've got to wonder is for a long time, we've talked about how great the coaching and management is in Baltimore. But this year, you're seeing blown lead after blown lead, baffling decision after baffling decision. Like This does not look like a team that's well-coached and has everything together. When you're consistently blowing leads at the last second, when you're making utterly baffling fourth down decisions. Like, I'm not, this team's good. They've got a lot of talent. They should be playing better than this. Seems like every single week, John Harbaugh has to answer for some blunder or some blown lead. I do wonder just how much of a leash he's got. So, Lamar Jackson is weighing his options. I mean, Ziggy. See, but a, look, a, a lead like they blew to Miami is bad. Or this, Buffalo, this, that Buffalo this, fourth yeah, down. But this type of lead where it's 20 to 10 early in the fourth and the Giants go and score, 2017 is anybody's ball game. So, Jeff, my, again, my, my claim's not that like they, they, they couldn't possibly blow it, right? My point is just you're, you've got to start seeing a pattern at this. There's point. a concerning trend at this season. They, they, can, they consistently make bad coaching decisions. They've blown a lot of leads. Yeah, but to go out and even consider firing John Harbaugh. I, no, I'm not saying that you consider firing. I'm saying you're just you're you, just I, starting to question it. I think now is an appropriate time to start questioning. That's what I'm saying. And if you ask me at the beginning of the season, name the top five coaches in the NFL. Harbaugh's for sure on there. I'm just saying now you got to start worrying a little bit. He needs to get his act together because it seems like that might be the big problem with the team. You know, they're three and three. Very well, could be six and zero. Oh. And if they, yeah. had, if they had held on to those leads, we're up here talking about how they're up, right up there at Buffalo. Oh, yeah. No, if, if, if they hold on to those leads right now, it's the Ravens, the Eagles, <laughs> but, and the but Bills. As our, as our good friend Michael always says, the New York Giants are 60-minute men. Yeah. They don't quit. There's no quitting this team. So, Ziggy, how, how would you answer that question? How would you answer that question about the second-best team in the NFC right now? Honestly, here's a thing that makes me nervous. Are the three best teams in the NFC in the NFC East – I, I think what the, has I, happened? I think the Vikings are better than the Giants. My point here, I don't think it would be crazy anymore to say the three best teams in the NFC are in the NFC East. Now, do I believe it? No. I think there are quite a few teams better than the Giants and the Cowboys. And by quite a few, I mean like maybe two. But the NFL is completely flipped on its head. The NFC West looks like one of the weakest conferences. The NFC North looks like one of the weakest conferences. The NFC South might be the weakest conference in the NFL. And the NFC East is on top. It's just crazy. Well, so can is... I say that the Giants are the second best team in football? Maybe not. But they're 5-1 and one against a hearty competition. Yeah, they beat the Packers. They beat the Ravens. Like, they're beating, you know... They hung in there with Dallas. Uh, Minnesota, Paul, I've watched most of their games. Oh, we, we could easily be one of five. I'll tell you, here's the funny thing with Minnesota is last year I watched this team and after every, no, after every single game. So I watched this team. After every single game, I thought they played so well. How did they lose? And after every single <laughs> game this season, I'm thinking – they played so poorly. How did they win? It's, it's just it's the anti it's the anti twenty twenty one Vikings. Right, it like really last is. year, Kirk Cousins is going out and executing. He's playing really well. They're constantly scoring. You think there's no way this team loses? They lose every game. This year, the offense is a disaster. The defense is constantly giving up late touchdowns, and, and go, yet they've got to win drives. every single game. They're five yeah, and one. Yeah, I feel like as the season progresses, as we get later on, these, these types of performances won't lead to wins. Well, that, this is, that's my question about the Vikings is that 
if they're able to pull it together, all of a sudden you're looking at a really good team who was able to survive some skittish play earlier in the season. That's so that, that's that's the, the catch that's one, too. That's the counter argument, right? It's like they're, they're not playing great football, like they're 5-1. Yeah, so if they're able to put it together, the way the way they looked against Green Bay, and Green Bay just might not be a very good the, football the team. NFC North, to me, stinks. Yeah. No, I mean it. The NFC North has claimed to the weakest. The N, the two worst conferences in football, almost certainly the NFC North and the NFC South. Look, right right now, the Eagles are 6-0, and the Vikings are 5-1, and and they have a... Like the Vikings have a two-game lead on the two seed in the NFC. And Minnesota can, if Green Bay continue, I don't know. So, saying, saying they have a two-game lead on the two seed is a little misleading. Hey, what do you mean? They have a two-game lead they, on the two seed because the Giants are one game behind the Eagles. Yeah, but but you can't. The two seed can't be. You can't. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah. That's right. My bad. My bad. My bad. But no, no, it would be misleading to say that they're you know they're they have a two-game lead. Yeah. In the no, NFC. I I misrepresented it. Yeah. But and it's it's crazy to me. I don't know what Yeah, if they're able to hold it together. And who, who knows? This, this has Vikings collapse written all over. I love Kirk Cousins in the chains, by the way. I think that's hysterical. No. But if you're, if you're a Vikings fan, you do have to feel some relief. If we can make it through Kirk Tober with, like, one more win, oh, well, playoffs that's an are automatic. looking pretty it's good. It's an automatic win. See, then it becomes Kirk Vember and Kirk Sandler <laughs> and Kirk in the playoffs. Kirk Kirk It's – look, this is – I mean, this is the Vikings, right? Kirk Vember and Kirk Sember makes sense. Kirkuary is a disaster. There's Kirkuary more like oh, the God, mortuary. Yeah. There, there is one more thing on, <laughs> on the Giants though that I'd like to hit before we, we move on from them. It's that they're really one bad game against Dallas away from being undefeated as well. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like I, I, again, I still think, and people have been gotten gotten mad at us for saying this. I think they should have lost to Tennessee. I I think that they came back and played really well against the Packers. Like that win you deserve. But I think there's been some iffy games they didn't look good against carolina but if they beat dallas right now they're six and oh like i, I guess you just got to say they're good they looked like a good football team to me against the ravens and it was a spot right there at home they're a six point dog you know it, they're gonna get up for it but a lot of the time crappy teams will get blown out hey I, i've seen five and oh teams fall apart it would not surprise oh, me so at I, all I mean, my students were what eight and oh and we finished like 11-4 and lost in the first round. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all if we see a, uh, a little New York collapse. But you do have to ask, though, like, who is this Daniel Jones guy? Because clearly he is a different – he's clearly not the same person, right? You look back over the past few years, and the consistent trends were complete and utter failure to take care of the ball and unnecessary risks. If this doesn't tell you what some basic coaching in the NFL does – Suddenly, he's protecting the ball. He's making the plays they need to to extend drives. Like, he's not playing great. He's barely playing above a Cooper Rush level. But if this doesn't tell you just how big... Like, people like to look at busty quarterbacks and say, oh, look, they never could have succeeded. This tells should tell you, I think, just how big a difference coaching makes in the NFL. Yeah, no, and the year-to-year turnover in the NFL, too. This was something I was talking about with my brother. Last year, at this point, Arizona was 8-0 or 6-0. Like the, everyone thought they were one of the best teams in the in the league. The Rams were six and one or five and one at this point. Like all of these, all these teams, it's just that's what makes the NFL so cool. Is that year over year, you just don't know what you're going to get. The Vikings, like we said, losing every game close last season. This year, they're five and one. It's just it's unbelievable how you could have the the topsy turvy turnover. Zebras were a great point too. Nowadays in the NFL, coaching is so big. Like you look at, look at uh, at Dable Robert Sala. Oh, speaking of Robert Sala, 
Here, here's Andrew. Ziggy, right. Andrew's decided to uh, to make his appearance. He looks all festive, too. Look at this. Was that Chick-fil-A? No. Popeyes? I'm not a big Popeyes fan in terms of chicken. I've never had it, actually. It's okay. It's okay. I go chicken. not eat chicken. That's the only thing on the way. What's up, Andrew? Welcome, Andrew. Um, something stuck in my mouth. Congratulations, by the way. Congratulations. I don't. I don't need any congratulations. It's a long season. You don't get congratulate on regular season wins when you're a good team. Actually, Andrew, there is something. Um, I've been saving. I don't want anything from you, especially you too. I, no, I've been saving this for you. Um, what was I? I see this. We'll figure it out in a second. Andrew, or uh, Zach, can you throw up the uh, the two up with Andrew and Ziggy? I, I'd like, oh, I'd like Ziggy to be present for this. Tennessee, Ziggy. That was us. Go Vols. Oh, yeah, quick update. I, I believe in our uh, our picks, Ziggy and Andrew had three points. I was three now, yeah. I, I mean, I just keep giving winners. I had and Jack two, I keeps had two giving points. Losers. And Jack. I had Kentucky. I had Steelers. No, you had a loss on, on this is no, a loss. I had Utah money line, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. We're done with that mitt. <laughs> Andrew, you, you also had a loss. Well, I had I had the fantasy loss, which well, doesn't matter. Yeah, really so that, that's a loss. You know, you, know what, you know what the thing was? You said, Andrew goes, oh, I don't like Kentucky, but I like Utah. I should have known just hit Kentucky after he said that. Yeah. I bet yeah. Kentucky and Utah. Money line. I stayed off I it. Kentucky money I line. stayed off it. My yeah, floor I, I marriage. Money line. Smart play. All right, but Andrew, I've been saving this for you for the entire time because I made a, honestly, it, it was a revelation on Sunday watching the Jets and the Giants. Did, did you watch? I mean. I watched. Did you watch our show back and remember the words well, you no, said no, to well, me? Let, let Paul talk. Yeah, let, let, Paul let me talk. just finish. I had a revelation because I, you know, I went back. I watched Almost every snap of each game. And I have to say, after re-watching, the Ravens and the Packers are two of the worst teams I have seen in the NFL this season. Because there's no way that the Giants I know what and you're Jets doing. are beating good football teams. I know what you're doing. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work? Uh, the Green Bay Packers under Matt LaFleur and uh, Aaron Rodgers are 10-0 uh, after a loss at home. Aaron Rodgers had his biggest loss of his career. Um... At home via the New York Jets. Listen, I don't. I don't. Okay, I, Andrew. Andrew. No, listen. no, no, no. I do not <laughs> no, care. No, what listen. You have no, to listen. Say. I'm intellectually honest, so I'm going to come out. I'm also intellectually know, honest. I no, no, correct no, about the Jets. I say Paul's not. But he's. A I'm going to no, come no, out no. here and say the evidence is in. I I can't say the Jets and Giants are going to be good for the whole season, but until they prove otherwise. You've got to regard these as two of the better teams in their. Thank you. No, no. Here's what I'm saying. The Jets are ranked third in the AFC. Numbers never lie. Aren't they tied for second? Well, third, but they are tied for second. Here's what I'll say. We, we were just actually talking about the Giants and Ravens, and I was saying, at this point in time, right now, I would, will say that the Giants and Jets are good football teams. Thank you. I, there's still plenty of time for the collapse, but why, right why now... Why will there be a collapse? Well, hold on. Here's, my, here's my, my thing on the my, Jets. My bet for this top 10 pick looks bad right now. You like, have the dumbest bad. bet of all time. But I think you can lose give, out. Give it time. I think you can lose Andrew, out. Here's my notes. Here's my notes from the game. I have, I have some, some game notes right here. Okay? I watched every play. As I have watched every play your, the last your rookies, 10 years. As we said, the rookies, Brees Hall... Looks unbelievable. Is, Paul the best Gardner. is he the best back in Bergen County? What? what? Is Reese Hall the best back in Bergen County? What are you talking yes. about? Yes. <laughs> he is? Yeah. Really? He's better than he's better than Saquon. <laughs> I, I, but no, no. So Brees Hall looks awesome. Sauce Gardner looks unbelievable. Sauce Gardner is playing at an all pro. The level. defense dominated the, the Packers offensive line the whole game. Yeah. The only concern I have is Zach Wilson. Why? Yeah, a lot of questionable throws. What do you mean questionable throws? He went 10 for 18, did his job. Like, yeah, but the, I mean, those eight passes, like a lot of them, interceptions. Listen, Paul, Paul, Paul. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying interception potential. Like he made no, a couple of decisions. Go watch the game. 
I did. I watched every play. All, all I saw is we're running down the throat. Run it down yes, the throat. You look great run it running. down the throat. Okay, let's roll Zach Wilson out to the left where he's good. I mean, well, his right. But the throw yeah. to Corey Davis was awesome. Um, yeah, that's all he has to do. Listen, when you run the ball, I'm down just worried about throat. him making mistakes. That's my concern. Why? I think the rest of the team, like you have to give all him credit. All I remember is you gave me no flowers for for going to the toughest atmosphere to play in in football that we've talked about for months. And Zach Wilson got the ball with two minutes left and said, "Guys, we're going to go score a touchdown," and he did it. Wait, what's the toughest atmosphere? You know. Are you calling us a decent team? I, I no, I'm not calling I, you I wasn't over team. here saying I was over here saying that the win at highest fields was great. You could always oh, stink. Oh, that's a terrible I mean, win. I said that's a phenomenal no, win. No, no, win. The, the win looks better now because I think we're good. Uh, <laughs> I think we're a good team. Did you see what Mitch came back and did in the second half? Well, I told you, once you get rid of that idiot who's terrible, can we admit he stinks yet? Okay, no, he was winning. Pickett? Pickett was he winning. He stinks. He was winning He's the game. Rookie. Stinks. He was winning the game. All right, well, let's, we're not talking like Steelers. We're not, we're not talking Steelers yet. stinks. But, Better than again, the, the Jets have really put together a solid team around Zach Wilson. I, I just think it's a matter of can he step up. And there's still a lot of time for him to do Listen, that. Listen, we're acting like this Packers defense is a slouch. They have the second best defense against the pass. Jets game plan. Why would he throw the ball? I don't care who our quarterback I mean, was. Here's a, what, what the Jets have shown is that Zach Wilson doesn't need to be a leap for him to win games. So he just yeah. keeps playing all right. He keeps developing. I'm like, look, are they going to win every single game? No, they're not going to win every single game, but they don't have to. No, Putting together like a 10-win season, yeah, make right. a little noise in the playoffs, that's great I mean, development. This is by far the best Jets game of the season. Yeah. And, every single game. And we'll keep, we'll keep stacking. I'm, I'm, all right. Look, I mean, this. I mean, you, know, you, you got a free, you got two free wins, and then you got the Bills. What, what's their next two, Ziggy? Do you know? Denver is one. Broncos and Patriots. I mean, I can easily see the Broncos and Patriots winning. Well, you say that now, and then we'll come, we'll come back here next Monday, and the Jets will beat the Broncos on the road. First of all, they're say, the, did, they're the you, did you see the spread? Did you see the yeah, spread? Yeah. What's the line? Jets are three and a half point dogs. Yeah, I think I'm laying it with Denver. In my listen, line. no, but listen, this is what's going to happen. I think they're good. Replay this. No, when Jets it happens. Are good. The Jets, Jets are will good. go into Denver. Again, being an underdog, they'll win. We'll win probably about 21 to 10. And instead of saying, oh, the Jets are good, when you, you both say, oh, we're going to lose in Denver, you're going to say, oh, the Denver Broncos looked horrible. How about we just give the Jets some credit? I, I'm giving you some credit. I think your yeah, team, team looks awesome. Look, okay. When I every team you week. play looks horrible, yeah. maybe it's because your team's good. Thank no, you. No, maybe, thank you. maybe. I, I, I said last week, good. if they can go to Lambo win this game, I'll, I'll be more of a believer. Was that the first game you were incorrect on? Well... You, you, oh, I picked, you're, I, oh, you're five and what? Well, I, I'm saying before the season I was incorrect. Yeah. Uh, now, now instead of being eight and eight in uh, playing in Miami while I'm there, uh, here we go, twelve and four. We're gonna probably be around eleven and eleven and four. And yeah, oh no, there's, there's one more game. We'll be eleven and five playing to win and win the AFC East. Now, see, I'd say it'd be five and eleven fighting oh, for a top ten pick. <laughs> well, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're the idiot. Okay, we'll see what happens. All, all I'm saying is there's been developments where. Andrew Keenan may be in the tunnel with the Jets week 18 in Miami. Really? Can, can I tag along? That, no, well, because, because, of your, because of your friends down what? in South Beach. Well, not my friends. Well, yeah. when you're a part of a program like I am of the Miami Hurricanes, you get, you, get, you know, well, oh, I don't know if you're, you have connections. You have, oh, I'm a part of the program. You, 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 you know Sebastian. Uh, well, I know many people. I know Cristobal has called me. Um, Larinaga's on the phone. Ziggy, you know, I was very close to being in that uh, mascot cult down Miami. When I, when I was originally committed to go there. You could have been. Could have been, yeah. It would have been, been a happy And then this show wouldn't exist, Paul. Then this show wouldn't exist. Nope, show wouldn't exist. Or, or at least you wouldn't, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so this show wouldn't exist. Yeah, no, this one wouldn't. The Paul Farrington show, the, the Paul Farrington show minus Ziggy probably would exist, but 
the current show probably wouldn't exist. Well, so yeah, I'm, so I'm a, I'm a meriological essentialist. So this show <laughs> wouldn't those, exist. Those, those two words, words mean I, words, I, mean, I, have I no could sit idea. here for a year and I would have no idea what meriological essentialist. That's why he's the smartest man. Essentialism. In the he's the smartest man. In the I don't pot. know. I have no idea what that means. All it means is that it has its parts necessarily, right? So if you take me out, different parts, different show. He's the smartest man in the pot. You know, it's All like, right. I still it's, don't get it's, it. But. It's, it's like the ship of what is it, Zicky? No, Paul, it, <laughs> no, it's not I'm like kidding, the ship I'm of kidding. Theseus. If you're I'm a meriological essentialist, the ship of Theseus is trivial. <laughs> I, I think he could blow our minds up. <laughs> oh, Paul, this, this, is, this is why they pay me twenty grand a year is because I can talk about stuff like this. <laughs> um, how Andrew, long have you been have you been live before I got here? Oh, the show's gonna end very soon. So can I? There's a couple things I want I want to speak on. Yeah, and let me ask you one question. Then, then we I'll can answer honestly. Have your thoughts go. And I apologize. I'm late Thursday. You know, I'll be back. You hey, know, there's other a, things I had to be at. Um, no, no oh, I have one question. Thursday might just be us two and us two and Ziggy. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in Florida. Oh, <laughs> that show <laughs> may go off the rails. That might Paul, Paul might not be able to be here to control us. Then we'll get into like Andrew's random thoughts, which seems to be a developing segment. I have a funny story too. Can I share a story? One second. One second. Andrew, who do you think is the second best team in the NFC? At the moment, the second best team in the I well, they, they lost now, so they're out. Um, because yeah, you had San Francisco he's gonna, last. He's gonna week. say what we said. He's gonna say what we said. <laughs> I'll do it. He's gonna say he's gonna say it. All right, let's go. I'll go. It's not the Cardinals are terrible. Seahawks are t- aren't. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. good now. We're, Rams we're are thinking, terrible. We're it's between the Cowboys, Giants, and Vikings. Oh no, I was gonna say the Packers. Really? Really? Yeah. I watch them play. They're a good team. They got Aaron Rodgers. They do have Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, just because the Jets, I think the Jets are the second best team in the AFC. If the Bills couldn't get that done, which I didn't think they would, I would say, don't worry about it because the Jets got you. We'll beat the Bills. So was, I, was, that, wait, was that one of your can, points? Can I, can I ask one question? No. Can I ask a question, guys? <laughs> no, the second best, I'm joking. The second best team is. Jackie can ask the question. The second best team is the Cowboys, I think. Okay. That's, yeah. When they have Dak. I, I'd probably say it goes Philly, Cowboys, and the Giants, then Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota's but, better than the Giants, but, but if, can, if, NFC East supremacy, it's time. Hold on. They, they're tired of being the punching bag. Well, can I ask a question? Yeah, go for it. When my Steelers get TJ Watt back in a couple weeks. No. Nope. Wait, Irrelevant. Hold on, hold they on. don't matter. Hold on. They don't matter. If, if, if we had TJ Watt the entire season, we're four and two. Nope. You know that? No, no, no. Nope. Yes. I think it's a bad football team. We beat the Jets and no, the Packers. No, yes, no, we do. No, no, no. Dude, Andrew, 10 point lead in the fourth. We got no pressure on Zach Wilson. Bring in Watt. We do. Did you see our O line against, against the Packers? Maybe, Without TJ Watt? Maybe we have a but it's irrelevant. Andrew, what's, okay. your, what's your points? Um, see, now, now you tell your story while I remember. We're, we're a relevant team. Tell your why. story. What's your story? Oh, my story? It's a funny story. Oh, now I remember my points. But tell so, a story. Uh, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll, go first. we'll finish the show with a story. Is that good? All right, so you can go first. Andre. One. Andrew, you go first. Ziggy, did you see that team of champions that Paul sent in our uh, group chat? I did not <laughs> see the team of champions. Tell me a little bit more. So there's a team. There's a picture. It's basically, you know, where you see these pictures of, like, Jordan and LeBron on the streets playing basketball before their time. They go viral on Twitter every now and then. It's me, Paul, and Jack, and a couple other, you know, young Allendalians. And it's us in our... Young what? <laughs> Allendalians. Allendalians. Well, wait, wait, wait. No uh, New Yorkers. I mean, I, mean, I, guess we're, I guess we're disclosing uh, locations now. Well, I, said, I mean, listen. Look, I said it last week, Allendale Heat. So oh, you know. disclose my location every <laughs> single week. Ziggy's down at UVA. You, know, you, know, you never know who's watching. But listen. <laughs> go ahead. That, I just wanted to say that that picture, you know... Who would have thought when we're, well, we were to, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's us team. in a rec baseball photo? I'm sure. I think we were champions. We, oh, we, we were, were undefeated. I, I got a very funny thing to say about that in a second. But it's Jack's dad was a coach. My dad was a coach. We had some other dads. And listen, who would have thought that 
10, not even 10, 20, almost 20 years down the line, we'd be sitting in this basement. That, that was the last baseball game I ever played in was that championship game. Well, I'm happy I could have delivered for you. I left it. <laughs> Paul, you got a base hit, I think. I think it would have been like 0 for 100 during the season and got a base hit in the championship oh, I, game. It, for me, it was a strikeout, a walk, or hit by pitch. pitch. I remember and the, I got thrown out at you, third twice. You had, yeah, you had one chance for a... I got thrown no, out of the plate. Park home run, thrown out of the plate. Thrown out of the, <laughs> yeah. Who Listen, gets thrown out of the plate in second grade baseball? I'm a man of... of each team is only as good as their weakest link. And if we're undefeated champions, you have a part in that. Well, I wasn't oh. the weakest link of that. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul is so rogue down the line. I'm like, wow. He got, he got a hold of it. Running around the bases. He's going to score. Oh, I got thrown out third. I thought. I got thrown out third because I didn't slide. Oh, <laughs> this, no, this kid this kid gathers in second grade. This kid gathers. Well, if you're in second grade, you don't know how to slide if you've never been taught. No, I'm sure this that is, no, I'm telling you, he was tossed out Let me clarify home. something real quick. Here's what happened. I hit a nuke. To center field. It yeah. went over the center fielder's head. Can, can you bring Ziggy up for a second, Zach? I want to see his reaction to this. Um, nuke. Only contact I made all season except for when I got thrown out there. Literally. I'm, I'm booking it around the bases. I was pretty fast at the time for, for our grade. Um, and I'm coming around. I see Mr. Keenan. It was 100% your father. Yeah, he was definitely, base. yeah, probably. He's saying, go, go, Paul. And, you know, this is the only time I'm ever going to get a hit in my life. <laughs> and this relay. By these That's freaking what I was second say. graders, That's what I was the center say. fielder puts one on the money to the second baseman, who seriously, from the outfield, second baseman turns, looks like, like Robinson Cano, and he guns throws it, in. it home. And you're not even supposed to be able to catch at this age. Yeah, I'm coming in. I've never slid in my life. Your father taught me how to slide. Well, it was I a one bet. hopper too. He threw one, a one hopper. hopper. The Collected by it. the catcher, I slide in beautifully. Tagged out at the plate. I think the catch. I mean, was, now you go to like elite AAU second grade games and they can't even catch the ball. Yeah. So for this to be happening in record. No, it, it was an unbelievable, an unbelievable play. Like it would have been on Sports Center Top 10. Guys, I, I promise. I, I have a very, very, very funny thing to say about that championship game. I remember specifically. We I played, was picking flowers in the outfield. We, we played our. Paul was sitting cross-legged yeah, in right field. I was, thinking, I was picking my nose and left. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we played against one of our good friends in that championship game. Evan, Evan Knudsen. I'll shout yeah, him yeah. out. And you know it was always it was always frowned upon during a rec game to walk in wearing your travel baseball hat. So Knudsen was wearing his travel hat. I remember, and he was on the mound warming up. He was pitching, and we all gathered together. We're like, "All right, we, we got to shell this kid. He's wearing his travel hat." Like, <laughs> well, the good players. Who, who, dude, I don't remember yeah, this conversation. Like, his, his, <laughs> I don't remember anything from this season. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, he's in his travel hat. We got we got to light him up here. This is disrespectful. Man, we we won the game. But that was a that's that was a funny thing that I that I remembered from that game. He showed up in his travel hat. I'm like, that's not gonna fly in a rec game. Is, do do you have any other football? I sports? just I just want to talk about Thanksgiving football that's coming out. Oh, oh. absolutely. So well, I, I'll shout him out. My uh, I guess my friend now, Kyle at Ole Miss. Thank you for being a listener. Um, he uh, I recently. So if you don't know. My friends and Paul, obviously we're friends, but yeah, my and Ziggy, this was some big drama on um, Friday night here. So I'm a year older than than them. So my friends who are my age, we play Paul and his friends who are his age. I think this is going to be our fifth year. I think we're three I months think, apart. I think, but I'm saying a year older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth year. This is our fourth year. year. My my me and my friends are three and zero. <laughs> They're zero and three, and you know that's all right. But on Friday, I was uh, texting my buddy. And he was a part of the varsity football team. And he has been cha- he's challenged us, whether that be us as a podcast, me and my friends, I'm sure you two will, will tag along to a game. And, you know, he thinks that state championship football translate to 
to the Kinder soccer to, field. Yeah. It does not. There's no translation oh, there. No, if we have you guys at Kinder, it's automatic uh, win for us. Th- listen, we've been playing it, on that field for 15 <laughs> years. If, if we play these kids... On a big field like Highlands, they're going to kick oh, our ass. Well, we don't play there. <laughs> that's, that's good. We need to play them. That's like need... how the Bears. The Bears we, used we, to grow out that grass. And we, you, you come to Soldier Field, you can't win. A small field. That's like, that's like Northwestern field. at home. Like, we know what we're doing. Yeah, we got a shot at Smith. So, that's just what I wanted to say. Because Northwestern football is so good. <laughs> yeah, but at home, they're a different team with that grass. But um, And Utah at home with the smoke. You can't even see the field. They don't but, lose. They don't cover when they don't lose. They don't cover when they don't lose. <laughs> I'm sure there will be updates. I hope there's some video evidence of... Because, you know, that game I just mentioned, you never know when these things happen. Because, you know, kids say things and they don't come through. But my team will be playing Jack and Paul's team. Hopefully we get some videos on the Instagram of, of what, what goes on. Because it's a pretty special day. This game will be good. It's going to be a good game. I can feel it. We're playing on our home turf this year. Yeah, Jack's got a heart condition. Zach, is, <laughs> his stomach is blowing up. <laughs> David's in a boot. David's in a boot. I, I mean, our, team, our team's not much better. <laughs> I walked up five flights of stairs the other day and almost had a heart attack. Is there, is there any, I can barely walk. Is there any football-related topic that you had, or is that, is this it? Um, I mean, I just... Um, the only thing I've been th- like I think about it when I go to bed, when I take a shower, when I drive here, when I go on a walk is how Jack gets this cap of the week segment, and he he continuously provides losers. And you look over at my board, it's college picks, now. yeah, I and know. I just win and win well, and win and win look, and win. I meant Tennessee Utah minus two and a half one by thirty, Oklahoma State I, won. I just win. I meant the Utah money line. Okay, well you could have so, m- meant it. So that's all right, that's Ziggy. Ziggy, Ziggy if you don't have anything else on, on football, we'll let Jack tell a story and we'll <laughs> so we'll I, wrap this up. I got a funny story. Uh, speaking of, just not gonna let Ziggy talk. Oh, oh shit! Sorry, there you go. <laughs> no, I got nothing more. We're good. <laughs> I totally zoned out of what Paul was saying. I want to go watch the end. This better be a good Ziggy story. Ziggy said he has nothing. Yeah, Ziggy's nothing. But keep him up there, Zach. I, I, yeah, I want, I, want Z, I want Ziggy's reaction. Wait, wait. Before we, what jersey are you wearing? Oh, so it's not short of the camera right now, but just turn around. The camera can see it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hold on. You have a wheelie chair. Turn let me, all the let way me angle myself here. Can we see it? There you go. <laughs> yep, what is that? <laughs> So this is my Thanksgiving you see day. That, Ziggy? This is my Thanksgiving day uniform. <laughs> this is my Thanksgiving day uniform. Where did you get that? Uh, so no, it, it, it's my dad's from when he was younger. He played in a football game with his friends when they were seniors in high school. And they made the jerseys. They played like a senior, junior versus senior football game, and they all made jerseys. And I found this today in my closet. I'm like, Dad, what's this? And he told me what it was. I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta wear this. Is this the story? No, no, no. no. Okay, so what's the story? The uh, story is this, and I'll shout out some guys that I work with uh, over at Sports Grid. And I was working in Holmdale on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, for uh, the college football <laughs> slate. And I walk in. We do a show. It's called College Football Today. You should check it out every Saturday morning with Ben Stevens, Kevin Walsh, and Joe Lisi. Some of my favorite guys. And Besides Jack Weinberger, it, Paul Farrington, Andrew Keenan, and Ziggy Ziegler. Yeah, look, I mean, you guys are my favorites. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> Ziggy, Ziggy's face right now is just... <laughs> I walk in... I, it makes a disappointment, maybe perhaps some boredom. I, <laughs> I, I walk in, and uh, I say hello to them during a break, because they're on air. So I walk in during a break, say hello. And Joe Lisi, who his best bet of the day was Florida State, plus three against Clemson. And he's like, Weinberger, what's up, man? How's it going? Okay, Joe, good to see you. He's like, who do you like today, Weinberger? I'm like, well, I like uh, Kentucky plus four and a half. I like, uh, I like Utah minus three and a half. And I like Florida State against Clemson plus three and a half. Lisi goes, oh, God damn it. No, you don't. He's like, oh, so you're going to mush this for me. I'm like, I, like, and you did. I, I guess I am, Joe. And you did. And then, and then he just, I, I had just, Clemson. Then I just texted him. I texted him a uh, a warning for next week who I'm on. 
And he's like, thanks, Jack. At least I won't play this game now. But you're good. LOL. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, again, Sorry, I won't be here out. for our next podcast. I'll be, I'll be down in Florida. We'll see if I can zoom in or something. <laughs> Me, but, Andrew, and Ziggy holding the fort down. Well, Ziggy, it'll be Ziggy holding the fort no, down. No, 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 no. We'll see if Ziggy's able to do that. That's like a, a mission impossible. What are the odds? It's, on pretty, it's pretty tough to control these kids of a ritual. What are, what are the odds of Ziggy leaving the Zoom mid-podcast? Oh. I don't think What's Ziggy's, not, Ziggy's not one to walk away. No, I, no, I think it's very high because you guys are going to screw up setting up the internet. Oh, that's and probably we'll cut yeah. out and leave. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, we'll have Zach here. Well, we'll, well Zach I'm talking here. about just like me and Jack. Oh, if we if we got Zach, we're good. Me and Jack just, are Zach, talking Zach about can keep like my, what are we like? Me and Jack are t- talking about like the rainfall in in Wisconsin. You guys will be talking about a third grade art project. Minus, going wrong. minus 105, Ziggy. Leaves. Yeah, I agree. It's minus 105, Ziggy leaves on Thursday. It'll be a fun. Can I place a bet on that? It'll be a fun. Well, you I get it. Conflict of interest. Now. Well, uh, Zach, thank you for showing up. Thank with you, your Zach. Illness. Sorry for my lateness. Uh, yeah, thank you, Andrew, for showing up. Um, yeah, I, over, overall, I, th- I think uh, w- good show, and, and we'll be back on Thursday or Friday. Off to AB&G, go watch the Yankees close it out. Yeah. Hopefully. Let's go, Guardians. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Paul Farrington Show. Bye-bye.